is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. We are about to enter overdrive. This is the curve. Oh, hello. Welcome back, listeners. Series 2. Crash Band Wallop. Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Uh... I'm Jeremy James Osborne, one of your delightful co-hosts. I am Nashon Michael Houdini Manuna, another um, of your delightful co-hosts. Uh, actually, there's only two of us, yes. so there are there are no other co-hosts involved yes. in the making of this. Uh, what a series we've got for you lined oh, up. Oh, I tell you. Um, Here's a snippet of what is to come. Actually, there is no such thing. We're going to start off with episode one, as is tradition. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the podcast before... We've already done series one. Where have Go you been? Go back and listen. Where have you been? Episode three is a classic. Where have we been? We where have we been? We finished when end of November. Yeah. Oh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Christmas. Yeah. January, most depressing month of the year, apparently. Apparently, not, not for us. Not for us. Um, February. What oh. happened in February? Ooh, let, oh. me, let me dig back at the my, depths of my, my brain. My my Vienna. <laughs> we went to Vienna, we didn't did we? Indeed. Uh, a little five-day trip. Yeah. What a delight it was. Uh, yeah. As you may or may not know us, we're very classy people. Yeah, as classy as it gets. Um, so obviously we left Gillian and Mansford at home because they had admin work to do. Mansford is currently recovering from... Um, Broken hip. I was going to say um, that as well. <laughs> yeah. Broken hip. Um, he's been doing a lot of salsa classes recently, <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was told to calm it down, and uh, he just didn't take that advice on. And now he's got a broken hip. Couldn't fly. Couldn't fly. Didn't want him to. He um, wasn't trying to fly. He was trying to rock it. So, what did we do? Classy things. What did we do? Well, we arrived um, to a um, location of great significance. Yeah, got in the limo. Got in the limo. Um, Chauffeur knew exactly where we were going. Went to the penthouse, didn't we? Of uh, what was our hotel called? The concert house. Concert house. Yeah, we were in the actual concert house. Yeah. Uh, went went top floor. Top floor. Floor three. <laughs> <laughs> Technically true. Um, there were only three floors. Yeah, it's top floor. Ah, that was six. Ah, that was seven. All right, there were eight floors, but that's not the point. We were on floor three. Which was kind of like a penthouse I, I don't like heights, in the middle of the building. So I couldn't go any higher. Not only did you not like heights, I like a good view. There's no better view than from the <laughs> that would be eighth floor. Yeah. Um, what happened then? First night. What did we do? We went for a wrap. Oh yeah. Second night. What did we do? Uh, the ballet. The ballet. We not just do- any old ballet. No, we went to see Swan Lake. I put my best tux on. Yeah, as did I. I walked. As out was of, um, required of us in the ticket, in the in the purchasing of the. Walked out the door. Yeah, limo was there again. Yeah, he was at permanent, ten minute walk, but limo was outside, there. Yeah. outside the hotel. For yeah, us, really. yeah. Pay, paid by the hour. Um, <laughs> and uh, rocked up to the Royal Opera House. Yeah, in yeah. Vienna. Red carpet. So, Wasn't expecting that, yeah. but nice touch. And we didn't actually go on it. Well, we saw uh, it. Um. Yeah, we may have painted a slightly interesting picture of what we were doing. We didn't actually 
uh, have seated tickets to the opera to the to the ballet as such we sort of queued around the back for standing tickets wow I mean it looked a bit funny in our tuxes we gave away our tickets to charity to charity the people we are and then we bought you know three euro tickets <laughs> <laughs> and I stood you, I don't think you appreciate it more we stood you, in the heavens Jeremy you, you appreciate it more it was quite hard to see you, the people when, you, when your ankles are in agony yeah, my my, three, it was my heels. Three hours standing as verse one. Like Not so. a word was spoken. It's, it's a there wasn't even an intro. You know what would be nice? <laughs> Just a, a guy or a gal at the beginning to walk on stage and, and say, "Right, this is basically the story. Now watch it." Yeah. Just so that I have an idea of what is going on. I I knew. Yeah, same. Because we're classy people. Yeah, yeah. Ballet. What happened after that? Night after string quartet. String quartet. Saint Anne's Church. Yeah. That was a bit awkward at one point, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Burst out laughing. Like you did in the ballet as well. No, you did. Yeah. Well, we both did. Yeah. Jeremy had to walk out of the ballet. There was, one, uh, <laughs> there, was a, there was a person there who looked a lot like Sue Perkins. <laughs> Doesn't sound funny, but at the time... Yeah, she, she was, was a spitting image. It could have been her. Um, we saw we went to an art gallery. We saw a Monet. Yeah, Monet. We saw some Picasso. Picasso. Saw some Dimas. Ah, Dimas. No, never again. Dimas. They were just pictures of Dead obscure. Animals. It was a cat with red lipstick. It wasn't red lipstick, was it? Blood from a mouse. Really? It's dark, isn't it? Very dark. So there's all the positives. No, we missed another. We missed a positive. What? Um. I don't know how many of you watch Austrian TV. <laughs> You'll be tuning in after this segment, but not segment. Probably too late. Just a conversation. Just a real small bit of what we're doing today. Ooh, the two of us were asked, uh, as we were English speakers, to do a little bit on. Um, uh, it was what, a, what Brits think of MMA, right? And combat sports in general. Yeah. So some it was a bit random. I couldn't find it on Austrian TV. <laughs> I did wonder whether it <laughs> was legitimate. Legitimate and for TV. Yeah, we were interviewed. It was quite a professional setup, but not that professional. Not that professional. There was there was a guy with a camera and a guy wearing a blue tracksuit with a blue I hat. I would suggest a YouTube channel. That's what I would say. Well, yeah, maybe. Or, or a blogger or something. A vlogger. Yeah, potentially. I was going to go down the... Um, education route and say it was something to do with a thesis that's a rubbish subject for a thesis I don't know something along those lines Downs- anyway downsides of Vienna food wasn't great yeah I, 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 we both had bad experiences with the food they had quite a lot of sausage um, caused, Nash, caused Nash some problems yeah I mean not going to go into details, but let's just say the moment the sausage came in <laughs> is the moment the sausage wanted to leave. Let me tell you an observation I made in Vienna. Yeah, it's to do with the homeless. Right. In Vienna, one of the, one of the things I liked about Vienna was a, a very small homeless population, which not, is a good thing. It, it reflects well on the country. I'm not saying I don't like to be hassled. I'm saying it reflects well on the city, a yeah. capital city. There. Yeah, of course not many homeless yeah one thing I did notice and I've noticed it in a couple of other European cities as opposed to the homeless in this country right 
Why are they wearing suits? Suits? Yeah. Were they? Yeah. They got suit jackets on, smart clothes. There was that one guy who came into... There's uh, a few of them. That burger joint we went to. An Austrian burger joint. (laughs) There was was a few in Rome and a few in in Vienna. Yeah. Uh, This is the question I'm asking you. Yeah. I've never been homeless, so I don't know the full process. Uh, From what you're about to say, I definitely know you haven't been homeless. Go on. Not that I have. I I think, you know, when you're about to be homeless... Hmm. I'm, I'm, let me do your monologue right. of someone in this country as they're about to become homeless. Go ahead. They can't afford their rent, they're being evicted, whatever it is. Uh, b- better prepare for my, this cold winter on the streets. Um, what shall I wear? I've got some boots, some thick socks, some joggers, t-shirt, a couple of hoodies. Yeah. A sweater, um, a coat, and, and a big woolly hat. Right. Prepare myself for the the cold months ahead yeah. on the street. Yeah, of course. This is what a a European might say as they're about to come become homeless. Oh, better put my best shirt on. I'm a jacket. Why are they northern? Done it. Just run with it. Uh, so they leave. They leave the house. Like, oh no! I forgot. Well, they don't leave the house, do they? They leave the house. Lock the door right. and they're walking down the street as they're becoming homeless. Right. Oh no, I've forgotten my chiffon scarf and my fedora. <laughs> right. Why? It's, so you think. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Do you think that the process of becoming homeless is you getting locked out of your house or something? No, no, no. I, I don't think it's getting locked up, but it, you are, a lot of them are evicted because they can't right, afford right, to pay right. their rent. Probably because so they're, they're buying nice clothes. Well, that's what I mean. Is that what, is that what you're making? Sell the suit. The it's, suit might be a cheap suit. It's irrelevant. It's not as it's not as cheap as the <laughs> t-shirt and. Some I'm not saying a t-shirt, but all I'm saying is is mixed priorities from the. the I think it's um, maybe a suit is the most versatile for all the seasons. Probably I think not. it's a, a sort of they're trying to maintain some dignity. Yeah. Maybe they've been gifted it. Who's buying a homeless person a suit? Or maybe someone just threw it out. I don't know. What about the sh- chiffon scarf and the fedora? <laughs> None of them had a fedora <laughs> on. I saw one with a fedora. That was the saxophone player. He wasn't <laughs> homeless. <laughs> he was just playing along on the streets. No. There's, I know the difference between a homeless person and a street entertainer. Right. Okay. There is a difference. Um, something going on in Nash's life right now. Um, is the reinvention of uh, his laughter. He's trying to reinvent himself. And this is a section we're calling Giggle Noises. Yeah, for giggle, obvious reasons. Giggle Noises. If it's not obvious to you, go back to series one. I want I want my normal laugh for people I'm good friends with, people I'm close with. Mm. But I want a laugh for those that I'm not very good friends with and a, and a professional laugh in a professional environment. No, give us your normal one. My normal one sounds a bit like this. Too gaspy, it's too Yeah. I mean I can't help it. No one can help their normal laugh. It's like handwriting. You can't mm. change your handwriting. You can. <laughs> Practice. Uh, trust me, I can't. I've I've tried. Yeah, so um <clears throat> I've been working on my professional life. Laugh. Life. <laughs> uh, Don't think you've been doing that. Uh uh this is my professional lap. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> 
I think your ha ha has need to be a bit more separated. They're a bit <laughs> joint. Yeah, but that sounds sarcastic. Not as separated. All right, can I tell you my um, people I don't know that well laugh? Mm-hmm. I call it the crescendo diminuendo. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> this. Uh, it's like the Doppler effect. That's similar to. Uh, uh, that's similar to the top cat impression you did <laughs> in series one. series one. Well, officer, I can do any impression you want me to do. Tell me an impression, Don't. I can do it. Give me a character, anything. Just give me anything, I can do an impression. Uh, okay. The um, the Japanese girl from uh, I'm not Come Fly that. With Me. I'm not doing that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's... No, give me a better one. Okay. Give me a character that's uh, not an impression of something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, b- 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 Denzel Washington. Okay. <clears throat> I can fly a plane upside down if I wanted to. <laughs> Sounds like Cleveland from the Cleveland show. <laughs> family guy. It's Denzel Washington. Um, interesting. Give me one more. Um, okay. Uh, what's his name? Um, Albert. Butler Albert. Is it Albert from Dark Knight? Oh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That's not his look. My name. Batman. No, what does he call him? Uh, Bruce. Mr. Man? Mr. Wayne. Right. M- Mr. Wayne. <laughs> I know you've had a few problems the last few days. <laughs> it's terrible. But I thought I'd get you. <laughs> stop. Stop, stop, stop. A couple stop. of rounds of Pepsi Colas. Stop. Right. Stop. That's awful. I'm not going to lie on the spot. I couldn't do it. No. As well as I usually do. I'm usually pretty good. I feel I feel no reason to reinvent my own laughter. I think it's good enough. What's yours? I'm not going to do it. It feels forced. Okay. Um, what I don't like doing is crying laughing. Have you, do you do that often? Uh, I do it reasonably often. I think one of my favourite crying laughing moments... I'll tell you a story. Yeah, go ahead. Every Christmas... My family goes out for a, and some of my extended family goes out for a Christmas meal. Well, that's lovely. It is. It's delightful. The fire's on. What? There's a in there. Where we go? Right. There's always a fire. Like a controlled uh, fire. Controlled fire. It's under right. control. <clears throat> and uh, this particular year, we went to a, a sort of a family favourite, somewhere we go regularly. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Stick- Britannia Inn. Oh. I know you're a big fan. I am a big fan. Anyway, uh, we went there. And, um, you know, it's a three-course meal, you know. Yeah. We're ordering. You're ordering. Um, and we've all been there before. There's about 12, 14 of us there. Right, you're on the back table. Back table, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice. They thing. know us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And because um, we all, we've all been there before, we sort of know there's a couple of favourites on the menu that are always mm. on there. And um, so in the end, about six or seven of us ended up ordering the same thing. Right. A chicken liver parfait. Mm-hmm. Sounds delicious. Mm, it does. A bit of um, toast and chutney as well. Yeah. Lovely. <clears throat> so we order it. Yeah. People will order some other things. And the waitress comes around. All right. And she's got our food. So she gives out the other things, you know, the confit. Yeah. Other, other stuff. Yeah, they have good soup. Soup, whatever. Yeah, nice soup. And uh, I'd ordered the parfait. So I was, one of, I was one of the recipients of the parfait. Right. And so the waitress comes around. And she says, Pardé? 
<laughs> was it a joke? No. I, I sort of, I, I was, because I was ordering it, I sort of looked up at her, but at the, when she said that, I, I looked at her as if to say, are you going to correct yourself, or are you just going to let it slide? Did she correct herself? She didn't correct herself, right. at which point I started crying laughing. Oh, no. Did crying, she see? Laughing. I think she was, fe- yeah, I think it was quite visible. She it, must... I wasn't quiet, quiet about it. Can't really hide it. I was crying laughing. Yeah. She comes around, she comes back again with another two. Pardé? Oh no, she thinks she it's actually she called. The waitress thinks that's what it's called. I'm crying laughing again. Anyway, everyone else gets theirs. I'm the last one. She comes back. Pardé? Yeah. At which point my head is hunched. Really? My shoulders are shaking. I'm crying. And I raise my hand meekly. Yeah. Like, me, it's me. Oh. She comes over and I feel terrible. Oh, what have you said? I didn't say anything. I just felt terrible about laughing at her and not... Mm. You know you should have done? And she doesn't know what she's done wrong. What you should have done is, when she comes around at the end, or during your meal, and she asks, how's your meal? And you say, everything is parfait, <laughs> apart from your pronunciation. <gasps> oh, I should have said it's a parday in my mouth. Hey, but then she would have continued to believe it was parday. Yeah, maybe. Mm. One of the sections we're going to be... A theme we're going to be running on for series two is a series called Whatever Happened To? Yeah. This is a segment where we look at past celebrities that have gone off the radar in quite a dramatic way. And we're going to bring them back into your memories. Is that right to say back into your memories? Back into your minds and examine where they are now. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, who are we... um looking at today in this whatever happened to segment today we are looking at dave benson phillips <laughs> some 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 legends will know who he is just by me saying his name if you don't remember who dave benson phillips is mm. think back to get your own back get your own back way good it's, it was a show where the the cbc production yeah the kids used to be able to sort of dunk their was it parents, parents or teachers yeah, yeah. or something? It's usually parents. They get to dunk their parents, guardians, teachers in Gunge. And then they answer a series of questions and Dave Benson Phillips would go, Yeah! Yeah. Get your own back. Yeah. Like, it's quite a big size pool. It's, it's a, you know, it's not... Um, the production is not to be messed with. No, no. They had a big budget back then in the CBBC. Yeah. That's when they had a studio. Yeah. So... Now, um, I haven't seen it for a while. But. Nor I. Look at them. Look, ask someone else what they look like now. Dave Benson Phillips. Dave Benson Phillips. Nash, what's he up to now? Well, he's been on a bit of a journey, Jeremy. <laughs> um, he uh, One of the things he currently has going for him is his, this little skit uh, on his, his website. I will get the name of that up for you in a minute. Uh, a more intriguing thing that he's done recently is um, he's... Been selling. <laughs> he's, um, he, he, he has a, a a bouncy castle hiring company. He's been hiring out bouncy castles. That's his main. Um, yeah. That's his main um, stick now. Yeah, uh, he, he hires out bouncy castles. He has been involved in other productions, such yeah. as the PlayStation Two, <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation Two Classic, <laughs> Smarties. Now. When I say <laughs> when I say Smarties, the game was literally about Smarties, the chocolate sweet. 
Yeah, so Dave actually plays the blue smarty. The sugar-shelled chocolate pieces. He, he plays the blue smarty. He's actually um, called Big Blue in the game. <laughs> um, so that's another one of his adventures. Yeah. He's got quite a lot of YouTube stuff going on. Um, but yeah, Dave... I love Dave. I actually followed him on Twitter for a while, but it, then it was mostly sort of... Um, plug- actually follow him on Twitter? Oh. He was plugging his YouTube channel a lot and his... Uh, Fancy Castle hiring company quite a lot as well, um, but yeah, he's uh, he was a big deal back in the day, and there's a, there's another thing which I'm missing, yeah. the wrestling. He uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dave wrestles now. He's a professional wrestler now. Yeah, um, he he sort of picked that skill up at Pontins. Yeah, he's I don't know how he does this. He's he's hiring out. Bouncing castles, right? Yeah, he's doing voiceovers for games. Yeah, he's Big he's blue. got his own sketch show going. He's wrestling, and at the same time, <laughs> he's full time in Pontins. He's been um, <laughs> he's been working as a blue coat at Pontins. Oh, what a blue coat! Yeah, what are they? Don't know. Should I Google it? Nah, not right now. Do it another time. Um, I'd like to see Dave back on TV. Um, personally, I think he had a lot of charisma. And I think, frankly, he's wasted in the um, in the bouncy of, castle hierarchy industry. A lot of un- untapped potential. Yeah, he'll bounce back. He always does. <laughs> Big Blue always bounces back. <sighs> Big Blue. Stop googling what he's. Stop. I'm googling what Blue Coat is on the Pontins website. <laughs> I'd imagine it's some sort of entertainer, but that's besides the point. Yeah, he's like a, a celebrity entertainer. Um, one of the features we ran regularly on in series one of the podcast was no, we didn't run it regularly. We did it once. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd call it what's the. Sorry, I'd call it what's the. Okay, what the segment was called? What's the? Or what's the best? What's the best? Uh, I asked Nashwan, and he asked me what was the best invention that he had thought of ever. Yeah. Um, and that was a little grandiose for us. Funny, I should have mentioned, between uh, Series 1 and Series 2, I was actually contacted by the UN. And um, they're considering my proposal. Okay. That's, That's true. It's good. I, That's good, good for you, mate. Tell me you believe me. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Tell me you believe me. Okay. T- tell me you believe me. No, it's, what you've done is really good. Right. It's really good, mate. Also, props to the NHS. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? I like the NHS. I like the troops. Yeah. Um, troops trump NHS for me. But mm, no. <laughs> As we said, the best invention stuff. Um, yeah, that was we were thinking maybe a little too grandly. Um, now we're going to think a little smaller. <laughs> yeah. Quite, quite a bit smaller. Uh, I'm going to ask, ask Nashron... What's the best gadget that you've thought of that could improve day-to-day life? Right, hear this. I occasionally enjoy a takeaway, Jeremy. I occasionally enjoy going to a restaurant for a nice meal. I I often like to cook in my own home. But you know what I'd really like? What? To be able to combine those three things and enjoy them together. Here's what I'm proposing. It's an app slash website. Slash, nah, it's not a magazine. It's an app slash website 
where you get to choose your ingredients, whatever you want, choose how much of it you want, choose what oil to use, choose what seasoning to use, choose the way it's cooked, choose at what temperature, how long. And then it's cooked in, in the method. You basically write out a, um, what's it called? Instructions, a Instruction. method. Yeah, a method. And um, and then you follow, and then they follow it out, cook it for you, and then it's delivered to your house. Well, it's called "Try Before You Buy." Right. That actually doesn't stand up because you, you're not trying it before you buy it. You're buying it, and then you're trying it when, no, you, no, when it's brought to your house. You've misunderstood. <laughs> Don't think I have. Don't misunderstand. You're trying it. You're like, oh, I'll, I'll try this. I'll try this app before I <laughs> before I buy something else. Before I buy something else, I'm going to try this app. That does that. Try before you buy. It should be called buy before you try. It's or a, buy and then try when someone else makes it. No, nah, that doesn't make sense. It's not catchy, but it's what the app is. This is <laughs> The app is humble and modest. It's saying, we know that you're going to look at something else, but try this first before you buy. Can I ask you a question? It doesn't, yeah. Say you're making a chicken curry. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of effort to type out, to think of the recipe, type it out, mm. and then send it to someone compared to just making the chicken curry yourself. I think a lot of a lot of the not much of the effort is putting the pan on and just letting the curry mix. A lot of the effort is thinking about seasoning ingredients. Think about this, Jeremy. Think about this. You wanted to make a chicken curry in your house, and you're like, "Oh, I haven't got my saffron." Guess who does? Try before you buy. It's got everything, and it's got a professional chef cooking. It's going to be really expensive as well, isn't it? I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's not going to be cheap. Bush. It's not going to be cheap. I mean, I'm combining takeaway restaurant and cooking at home. What about the um, the eye pen? Right. I didn't know you were going to bring that up. You I was going to bring. You told me about it before. So I was going to. I was going to bring up heated door handles. As Talk my about number the eye pen. Right. Um, the eye pen is <coughs> an invention that. Um, I came up with. Did you put it on your eye desk? Yeah, it was more the eye desk, and the eye pen comes off from that. <sighs> now it's out there. I didn't want to tell you on this because it's a very good idea. <sighs> okay, fine. I'm saying it. You know, whatever. I'll lose out on millions, but it doesn't matter. I've got to try before you buy. Ah, I don't have that anymore either. Nope. Ah, you got the podcast. Yeah. Um, the eye desk is a desk that is intelligent. It's can be transported easily you can carry it, it you can carry it around with you but it also it opens up to quite a big desk it's got a glass surface wherever you place your mug on the surface it will heat that area and keep it warm secondly you can the the glass surface is a tablet basically it also recognizes your handwriting so say so you go to lectures you write a load of notes up handwriting you bring it back to your eye desk you put it in the filing cabinet it scans the notes and transfers it into a Word document. Right, and you can fold this up. Yeah. And carry it around. Like it's, and it's got a heater in it. It's like a suitcase. It's got a heater in it. Yeah. You have to plug and it it's in. A tablet. You have to plug it in. How much are we talking? I haven't put a figure on it yet. Anything else? Can it do anything else? It can do lots of things. I'm not going to reveal everything. I'm not an idiot. You mm. know what I mean? I'll tell you what I'd like. What? <clears throat> The surface can be pulled up from the middle as well to be a screen. Like a hummus dispenser? Right. You need to dip um, like crisps in hummus. Yeah. And the powder gets left on the hummus from the crisps. 
The powder from the crisps. What crisps are you eating? Doritos. Right, okay. Dip a Dorito in and you get a little powder. Right. Fun fact about Doritos. Yeah. Right? Oh, no. Itos in Spanish means little. Right. Meaning that there is actually a larger version of a Dorito somewhere out there called a Doro. Well, it means little or mini, something like that. Little what? A little Doro. It's a, t- it's a mini Doro. What's a Doro? It's a good question. It's a big version of a Dorito. Really? Yeah. I don't think it actually exists, but that's what the name means. What happened to 3D Doritos? <laughs> that's a different subject. Well, that's on. Uh, that'll be coming up in coming up in a few weeks' time on whatever happened to. Right. Fair enough. We're not going to do it all at once, are we? Now. You wanted to jump on Hugh Fernie Whittingstall earlier, but what happened to him? No. Anyway, are we going? Only, are we only going to do um, people with double-barreled surnames? Dave Benson Phillips. Yeah, Phillips maybe for this series. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Jason Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Right. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I was on about his brother. Who's Jason. His brother's called Jason. Right. What happened to him? I don't think he I think ever he's changed it. his name. I think I it's called Joseph. Don't now. think he ever had a career, but right. it's fine. That's fine. Um. Well. That sort of wraps up the first episode of the podcast rather nicely. Um, what was your idea? The Oh, sorry, the hummus thing. I didn't really get onto it, did I? No, you just talked about powder. I basically like a hummus dispenser. Right. You put your hummus into this thing, yeah. and it's sort of it's sort of like a... Well, it's basically hummus ketchup, in a sque- hummus in a squeezy bottle. Right. And you hold your crisp out, and you pop a little bit on. I want it to be a bit more controlled than ketchup, though. Like, not a huge spray, just a little dollop. Can't you just use a ketchup bottle? Yeah, because we've all got spare ketchup bottles lying Yeah, on. when you finish with it, clean it out. As I said, I want a little more control than a ketchup it's bottle. It's quite controlled, the squeezy ones. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. If not. it's a thicker substance, it would be. Yeah, but I think if you if you squeeze quite hard on a ketchup bottle and you're squeezing that onto a crisp, the crisp might snap. You know what you need? What? Another. Like the ones you get at the um, the sausage stalls. You know, there's like massive tubs of like ketchup and mustard, and there's like an udder underneath yeah. it. No. And you squeeze the udder, and the sauce comes out. No, I don't know those. Someone will know this listening. Out of the millions of people listening, someone will know. So. <laughs> if yeah. you do know what that is, or if you have anything else to tell us about the podcast, yeah, email in. This is the curve, all one word. This is the curve at gmail dot com. Worldwide. Worldwide. Um, thank you to our listeners in. Burundi and where was the other place? Oklahoma Oklahoma and New Mexico mm. Mexico City sorry um, and New Mexico having said that yep like our pics on Facebook we put little pics of ourselves up yeah we don't do that uh, often very handsome we're very much voices yeah we should put a pic up of uh, Gillian and Mansford actually you know what <laughs> probably for the best not to yeah I don't know why you said we would um, <laughs> but from the studio and from us two, Ovida saying good evening. Have a good evening. Right, you said that as if it was a Ovida. What do you say when you say bye to someone? Doodle pip. You, you don't say doodle pip. Catch you on the flippity flip. I say catch a ladle. On that note, thanks for listening. Yeah, do get in touch. Sleep well. Yeah, and I will talk about heated door handles another time. Yeah, maybe. Do you want the last word? Nope. Bye.